Welcome to Pokey Boys, a Pokemon podcast brought to you by Showboys and Play Along Podcasts. Hosts Mike and Jared join forces for an epic Pokemon podcast where they can fully indulge themselves in wild Pokemon challenges, fan game and ROM hack playthroughs, and all other sorts of Pokemon related content. In this week's episode, the boys visit Yami Island and uncover the truth of Hattori's plans for the Akui clan. Will they be able to put an end to the reign of terror the Shadow Pokemon are causing and restore the peace to Aisho? Hello, welcome to Pokey Boys. We're here returning uh, episode five um, and a little change of plans tonight. Uh, the, the final two chapters that you know, we have remaining here in Bushido for season three, chapters five and six, um, they just kind of ran so seamlessly together that really we're, just gonna, we're just going to cover been... them. Yeah, we're just going to cover them here. One episode. The final episode, I guess, uh, as far as, uh, you know, covering the story of Bushido. Um, this isn't the finale of season three, though. That will come next time. Uh, but for now, we're going to be wrapping up the narrative of Pokemon Bushido, chapters five and six, um, House of the Shadows, and the final plan. Um, but yeah, Jeff. How'd you like chapters five and six, man? I was I was gonna say that they almost didn't have to split it up into two chapters because the way that it flowed mm. should have just been one chapter. Because I agree. you got to certain person mm. at the end, and then they were gone, and you had to go somewhere else and do some more stuff, and it just they almost didn't have to do chapter yeah. six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they didn't need that title card for sure. But I like <laughs> this chap these two chapters were very combat heavy. Like, wow. Um but so much fun. Like I I we'll get into it, but it's pretty rowdy on my end. Um <laughs> I, and I was playing pretty stubborn too. Like I wanted to use a certain Pokemon for everything. Um, and sometimes it went well and the other times it backfired really bad, <laughs> but it was so much fun. Like this was like, it was a good time. Like nice. this is what I enjoy about Pokemon is the, the battles. I, the story right. was great too. The story was really, really, really good. Um, huge twist. Um, did not see that coming. Um, 
Yeah, we got it. We have a, yeah. a an answer, a callback to an er, maybe the first episode we did. Uh, but you'll just yeah. have to keep listening to find out what the heck we're talking about. Kumino, how'd you feel about chapters five and six? I'm gonna start off by saying cushions. <laughs> <laughs> Those freaking cushions. If you know, you know. If you know, <laughs> right? If you know, you know. <laughs> dang cushions, but that must be really heavy cushions. I was gonna say that's not very practical, right? Like they they had to be made of stone or something. I don't know, <laughs> but like like Joe, um, it was it was actually smooth. I I feel like they didn't need to make the the chapter six title card right there. Like it made mm-hmm. no sense, especially because it was so short. But I'm assuming it came due to the writing. Uh, maybe the person thought that it would go longer. You know, I'm, I don't know. I'm just yeah. speculating. Uh, but I also got into the habit of using one Pokemon and <laughs> was starting to have a rough time because forgetting that this game is is kind of tailored towards that uh, competitive mind frame. But they were just so good. I, I mean, I could tell you who it was. It was big news. Like, I, I <laughs> big, big yes. news was just kind of the MVP here. Powerhouse. Yeah, but got into some battles that, you know, just wasn't favorable for it. And it, mm-hmm. that gave me a tough time because if, if you're not on the ball from the, from the start of the battle, then you're going to have a rough time in that fight. Yeah. That's what I realized with this. And I imagine with every Pokemon game, I, I'm, I will play like there's just your favorite. You're going to have your favorite. Like mm-hmm. you're either going to do awesome or it's just going to backfire. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely well, yeah, you'll definitely have a favorite. Uh, the thing is with the official games, chances of you having like a hard time, even just using like your favorite Pokemon in every battle slim to none. They're, Pretty much is no consequence difficulty wise uh, in the official games. This game is extremely challenging, which is nice. I realized that. Um, But yeah, so uh, I agree. Uh, I think, you know, there honestly isn't much to cover in these two chapters, like podcast wise, because it's it's just a lot of battles. Uh, There obviously a lot of story stuff happens, but um, for me personally, uh, the only catching I did in these two chapters were shadow Pokemon. Uh, so I wasn't, I wasn't in count. I think maybe I had like four wild encounters on my way to Yami Island. <clears throat> Didn't catch anyone. It was just battle, 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 battle. And it, it was very fun. Um, so with that being said, let's get into, uh, let's get into it. Uh, and we'll start off like we do every episode. What was your team at the end of chapter four? Come on, Jeff. We've been doing this all season. (laughs) I'll lead us. I wrote it down somewhere. I'll lead us off while Jeff shuffles through his loose leaf paper notes over there. Uh, (laughs) After chapter four, I ended with Kenji, my Gallade, level fifty-four. Nala, my Pyroar, level fifty-seven. Jinroku, my Corviknight, level fifty-seven. Gyozen, my Toxtricity, fifty-nine. Ghost Jin, my Samurott, at fifty-nine. And Aikida, my Grim Snarl, at sixty-one. Kumino, what was your team at the end of chapter four? Start of chapter five. 
Okay, uh, just real quick, uh, if everybody noticed me bobbing and stuff, that's because I'm listening to the Higan City. Is that what it's called? I'm mm. listening to the music that's that's in there, and it's a Again? nice little jam. Yeah, yeah, the music I'm, is I'm so listening good. to the music there. It is good. It just it sounds so good. Uh, but the end of chapter four it was a uh, septile Zoro the septile at level uh, sixty two, Raju the Salazzle at level sixty. Dragon the Garchomp at level 59. Big news the Toga Kiss at level 63. <clears throat> Yokozuna the Greninja at level 60. And Paul's the Lucario at level 61. Very nice. Uh, Dad, did you find in your papers? No, I did not. No, okay. Well, I'm sure Big Al was on there. He was. So I, I had... know he's on there. He's a mainstay. <laughs> oh, dude. Al was freaking. Oh, he was so good. So amazing. Um, give me a second. I'll figure it out. I'll go th- go to the Talon Flame and see. Sure. Uh, let's. Uh, so we ended chapter four being tasked by the Shogun to head to Yami Island, the home of the Akui clan, uh, to put a stop to their, their nefar- nefarious plans and see if we can find our father, Ryu Ryu. Masayoshi. Ryo. 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 Um, I'm bad with, with names. Guys. Uh, it's, it's tough. You don't have like a, a four letter, like a, I mean, that one's three letters, so it doesn't make any sense. But if you're not like Mike or like Jeff or Bob, <laughs> let me tell you, there are some Jeffs. I know a Jeff. He spells his name G-E-O-F-F. So even they're trying to confuse me. So <laughs> just, get, just get, that, get that out there. But uh, no, so we head... Um, over to uh, the coast there and set sail water walking uh, over to Yami Island. And um, Yami Pass is covered with the purple shadow fog. And um, <clears throat> at the end of chapter four, we were given the ability to, uh, we like fully upgraded our katana of light. And now we have the ability to banish this shadow fog and travel through Yami Pass and make our way to Yami Island. Um, Before we did this, though, I noticed I had an ability patch in my inventory. So I went ahead and checked my team to see what their ability would change to. The only one that was interesting was Nala. I was able to change her ability to Moxie. Which is kind of cool. Nice. If you knock out a Pokemon, your attack goes up one. So, changed Nala, my Pyro's ability to 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 Moxie, and then I headed towards Yami Island. Uh, did either of you guys do anything prior to setting sail? Um, let's see. Well, I told you guys in Discord about this. I, I screenshotted it and showed that uh Zoro was upset that it took me so long to get <laughs> yeah. back to the game that he started chewing on my feet as soon as I got back there. So that's when oh, I, I switched him out for big news and put big news in the ring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but uh at the bay, there's a move to the there that teaches you oh um, yes, the, the the moves from the Isle of Armor DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went through it extensively, but nothing really screamed out at me because a lot of the moves rely on terrain. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sorry, I'm still just stuck in the habit of if it isn't an attack move, I don't want it. 
Same. So, so I, I was like, nah, I don't want none of them. But it is some really, really good moves there. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you haven't made it there yet, I advise you to look through that inventory. Make sure you hit up uh, what was the that? Slowpoke Wells. Well, yeah, that too. But uh, in this particular case, no, you don't need money. You need the ore that we got out of that one. Oh, yeah. Um, Hanatium. Yeah. Yeah. You need that uh, uh, for five. Uh, she'll teach you whichever move that you want to learn mm-hmm. and which is based off the typing of your Pokemon. So that's a big plus yeah. right there. I um, ended up getting one because I looked through that list too and I ended up teaching Aikida my Grimmsnarl Burning Jealousy which is a fire move um, no no reason really other than it was the only one that uh, you know anyone on my team really could learn and uh, yeah. I wanted an excuse to go back and mine because I love doing that <laughs> so I spent you know nice 10 15 minutes mining some hanatium and then taught it burning uh whatever I said I just closed the game so <laughs> yeah burning jealousy I want to say meteor jealousy. beam and like one other move really don't work off the terrains uh but burning jealousy would have done me no good as Reggie was a special attacker so hmm. yeah but so, yeah uh that was all I really did before you know before heading out uh on the water path right right What's up, Dan? So I got my list. Like I yeah. had to go through and figure out who I had. Um, I s- swear I had it written down somewhere, but I've got so many papers everywhere right now. So, <laughs> <clears throat> so I had Sekra, my Delphox, Carol, Colossal, Al, Failigator, Larry, my Lapras, uh, <laughs> Timmy, my Caracosta, and Kane. King, my Kingler. That's Kingler. That's where I ended. Um, and they were all around like 50-ish. I don't remember exactly. Okay. Um, and as far as stuff I did before I set sail, I managed to catch a slow king. Nice. Um, is that a evolution of Slowpoke? It yes. is good job. Yeah, it's one of the branch evolutions. Which and variation of it did you get? Did you get the Galarian or the regular Slow King? Did he have like a crazy purple, dark purple head? Yes. Okay, Galarian. <clears throat> he was pretty cool looking, so I, I yeah. had to snatch him up. Um, I named him King Poke, which just makes sense, I guess. Nice. Um, good name. So yeah, then I went to the island, cleared the fog. Nice, nice. Uh, so yeah, on on the pass, I mean, just a lot of battles. Uh, so many. I counted five battles just in in the water alone. And uh, you know, not gonna replay every battle, but here are the shadow Pokemon, and whether or not I caught them. So the first Akui Clan was a Crocodile. I caught it. Second one was an Absol. I caught it. Third one was a Toxtricity. Guess. I caught it. Really? Fourth one was a, a Piyukumuku. Guess what? <laughs> I caught it. And the nice. fifth one was a Raichu. And you're right. I caught it. Uh, I caught none you, of them. <laughs> intentionally or was it just bad luck? Just bad luck. 
I have no <laughs> look for shadow Pokemon in this game. <laughs> and I I tried. Well, no, that's a lie. I didn't try until <laughs> this last leg. Um, I guess I didn't really know how. Um, mm. But all you got to do is beat him up a little bit and throw a ball at him, just like yep. in the wild. Um, yep. <clears throat> which I managed to catch two of them. Nice. Um, but this was later on. Okay. When I finally figured it out, because I kept trying. I think I tried one time and they smacked the ball away from me. Oh, so yeah. I guess um, I missed the text where it said it could not be caught because it was too darkened or whatever. Yeah, yeah some, some of the, the big trainers, like the admin for the Akui clan early on, you weren't able to capture their shadow Pokemon, um, <clears throat> which I have a funny story about that later on, uh, which, yeah, uh, probably could have used a different ball to test that. So we'll get there uh, when we get there. Um <clears throat> I'll have to go back. I'm curious though because my my catch rate of shadow Pokemon is incredibly high for the season. So like I want to go back because I noted every one in my episode notes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to remember to go back and figure out the per, my catch rate percentage of shadow Pokemon. It's got to be close to ninety percent. Wow. Yeah, you, you're I've only pretty missed high. Two or three, maybe. Um, I would yeah. say mine's pretty high too because <clears throat> I didn't even really try till now. Um, and I think I only missed one of three. That doesn't count. No, so. if you didn't try, that means they died and you didn't. Right. Um, and mine's is like 0. 0.3. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so, I mean, these battles, I, I didn't have any real issue with Did any of these stick out as a problem battles for you guys. Not at all. There was one. Um, okay. I got through like the first four. And I used mostly Al, Big Al, and Carol carried me. Um, Al and Carol, how can you go wrong? And then uh, I don't know if you remember the clan member Eno, um, but for some reason I can't remember why, but gave me some trouble. I ended up passing out. And so I went and bought so many ultra jams and revives. Like I had 60,000, whatever <laughs> the currency is. So I just like stocked up on a whole bunch of crap. <clears throat> um, I caught Metacham. I don't know if that was, no, I don't think that was a shadow Pokemon, but I named it Meg. <laughs> um, and then I went back and beat, you know, with Sekiro and Carol. And that was that was the one that had Hariyama, Flygon, and Raichu. I don't know if you guys remember mm, that battle. Yeah, that was the last one. That was the missing Pokemon <clears throat> I forgot to write down. Not that it matters anymore. Um, yeah, so after we get through Yami Pass, we reach Yami Island, of course. Um, and this is the home of the Akui clan. So these are, um, I was going to say dark, the dark type representation or, you know, representative in Bushido, but 
all of their clan members are like fighting type. There's some dark, a lot of fighting, and like some other random things mixed There's in. There's some poison too. Yeah, but a, a, a heavy portion is like Mindfu, Hariyama, um, mm -hmm. Pangoro, Lipard, Breloom, Greninja, mm -hmm. like a lot of fighting, a, a decent helping of dark. <laughs> but I do think in the in game, their type representative or representation is dark. Um, <clears throat> but, anyways, we make it here. And. Uh, as soon as we hit the beach um, and walk up to the path, uh, Sekiro is there, our our teacher, our sensei, and he's there with this talon flame. Yep. And Akane is also there, and she's there to help us. And obviously, she's looking for her Daramaka. And uh, cool thing is, Sekiro he basically becomes your Poke Center and Poke Mart. He will heal your, heal your Pokemon, and for some reason, he has like the trunk of his Talon Flame full of like Pokemon <laughs> paraphernalia, and he will sell it to you. <laughs> like right, but he's like, our master. You would think that like, he would just give it to us. Yeah, just help yeah. us out. He's yeah, like, no, that's that. You know that healing jam? That's eight hundred bucks, dude. Sorry, bro. Times are tough. Right. Right, he like I gotta stand on business. I gotta stand yeah. on business. <laughs> Remember the 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 code of Bushido, his honor. So you will pay right. me for these items. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's gotta pay. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of nice. Uh. But you know, we're here to figure out what's going on with the Akui clan and try to find her father, Ryu. Um. And Akane, she's like, "Yo, yo, I'm here to help you, but I'm trying to find Dermaka, so." I'm out of here. So she kind of runs off ahead of us mm -hmm. and uh, we make our way through Yami Island, which shocking full of a lot of battles. <laughs> Man, so many battles. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I actually jumped ahead in my notes. Um, the battles that I did was after the whole beach part. So I'm sorry if I confused anybody. Um, That's okay. So yeah, like we fight. They're on the rooftops. They're in trees. Yeah. Um. They're in every single house. Yeah. Um. One so thing I, to note is, well, actually, two things to note. Uh, there are little purple flames scattered throughout the island. Some of which are blocking your path. And if you go up and like interact with them, you come to learn that you can use some sort of technique with the katana to extinguish the flames, but we have yes. not learned it yet. So right. I was like, okay, okay. Interesting. A new little puzzle added to the game. Um, and secondly, once you find the dojo on the Island, you learn that you can't enter it because you need five keys. So we're bringing back that find five leafs to yeah. gain access to the dojo thing except this time instead of leafs it's keys to unlock the dojo door right. um so with those two things in mind go ahead and finish what you're saying dan so yeah i mean i did those battles outside um mm -hmm. went into the house went to the basement um and we're told that we're not supposed to find the keys and they're all being guarded mm -hmm. um so yeah, like um, 
I think that's where I found the first key was in the basement of one of the houses. Um, so then I just started looking around for keys because I nice. you know, figured that was important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same, same. Uh, Kumino, what do you think about the the keys and just the general layout of the island? You know, using the basements of the buildings to add more like area to the map. As an old school Pokemon player, I'm, I'm used to searching houses and stuff. So that's how I got trapped into all these battles. I mean, we we're gonna have to do <laughs> the battles anyway. <laughs> right, but right. like, like I seen the the Akui member standing there, and I was like, "What are the chances that they're just gonna let me walk by and go in this, into this house?" Um, and that was the first battle right there, the very first house when you walk up the the little stone steps. To enter the island and like that i found the key in the basement uh you get two battles the one outside is there another one in i think there's, I think there's yeah i think yeah, yeah 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 it's three so it is it, she's standing outside the house then when you get in the house it's one and then you go down to the basement and there's another one and that's when you get the key there's so, so yeah um i really like the fact that they had those basements it reminded me so much of uh team rocket in the yeah, earlier games, I yeah. really, I really like that. Um, but man, those battles! Oh my god, this is when stuff started to get brutal for me because I just had big news in the front. Because I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how to duck and dodge these these <laughs> guys, but you can't. And so, mm-hmm. um, like, I, I wasn't running back to Sukuro to heal. I wasn't using healing items myself. So big news ended up in a lot of situations where had like half health and stuff of that nature mm-hmm. and it, it it just went bad uh, especially uh the battle with the one in the, the library uh yeah to shoska with the octagon and the uh slizzlepod man yeah mm-hmm. um it was, it was just rough but i i enjoyed it I, I really enjoyed it. It felt good. They they made everything feel natural because mm-hmm. if if your enemy knows that you're coming, they're gonna do everything in their power to right. make everything hard for you. So I can appreciate that. And uh, yeah, that battle you're talking about, um, that team was Obstagoon, Scoliopede, or Scolipede, and Lucario. It was. That's tough. Tough yeah. team there. Um, yeah, so in total, um, when we say a lot of battles, so we we started out on mm-hmm. Yami Pass, five battles in Yami Pass. We get to Yami Island, 13 battles. 13. Uh, but they were fun. They were fun battles. So um, like, like Kumino said, first key's in the first building. So I was like, all right, I'm going to be finding keys. Let's search all the buildings before I even go to the dojo. Um how long did it take you guys to find the switch in the bookshelf to unlock the basement of the library to continue the search? Like, was it a natural thing? Uh, Dad, I'll ask you, was it a natural thing when you're like, okay, I've been in every building. I found X amount of keys. It's not enough. Like, where do I go now? How quickly were you like, I just need to search every bookshelf. Well, I think there was a, 
one person said something about you're not getting you can't get in the library and like they kind of hinted at there's something in the library for something else you know mm -hmm. um like they weren't very bright um <laughs> not very not a very smart clan um they kind of gave you hints at how you needed to beat them mm -hmm. or what you weren't supposed to do or find um i i just between that and just ending up in the library because that was the last place to go um and then searching for the switch i just searched every single bookcase there was yeah and eventually found well i <clears throat> i went through one time to the top didn't find it and then i went through because there's like two sections for each bookcase you can check and like there's books saying how to like get away with stealing or whatever and then, yeah. i um, like the little dialogue boxes that popped up while you're searching <laughs> yeah that was, that was funny and then finally found the switch and then it tells you something opened and then you go down to the basement yeah kumano is it like yeah mine was by accident because like i wasn't paying attention to anything they were saying like i i, I was kind of irritated with the battles <laughs> so <laughs> but when i read the first bookshelf that i read it said uh it's a bunch of books on how to commit crimes and you know, yeah. the dialogue of saying they make books for those. So I'm yeah. like, what other <laughs> crazy books do they have <laughs> here? So yeah. I was reading the bookshelves and it it clicked open. So yeah, yeah that's that's kind of what happened with me too. I wasn't uh, paying too much attention to the grunt dialogue, and then I was like, uh, I bet it has something to do. I mean, come on, how many libraries have you guys been in where there's obviously secret switch hiding behind a book that reveals a secret basement? I mean, it happens to me at least once every three trips to the library. So um, I was yep. like, there's probably something in the books. But then I, I started reading the text that popped up and I was like, okay, this is kind of funny. I want to keep reading. And see what, <laughs> see what else. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, there it is. How convenient. Um, but yeah, so we go down to the basement and guess what? That's where the other half of the Akui battles, uh, the other half of the 13 battles uh, takes place. And eventually you find all five keys and you're able to enter the dojo. Let's run through the shadow Pokemon that you were able to catch. Hopefully um, we had an, a shadow Eevee. This one knocked itself out. So I wasn't able to catch it. A shadow Greninja. I caught it. Mighty Ina. It KO'd itself or I accidentally KO'd it. My bad. Uh, Thievul. I caught Lucario. I KO'd it. A Lipard, I caught. Breloom, I caught. Volcarona, I caught. Sandslash, I caught, which it's the Alolan Sandslash, so it's Ice Steel, which is pretty cool. Um, Semi-Sage, Shadow, I KO'd it because I hate those dumb monkey Pokemon. Passimian, <laughs> yeah, I Shadow, I caught that one because that's not a dumb monkey Pokemon. Tyranitar, Shadow, it killed itself, which was extremely sad because that would have been really cool Shadow Pokemon to catch. And then the last one was a Skunk Tank, and I caught it. Did you guys uh, have luck catching these, or Kumano, did your your, nope. <laughs> your trend nope. of Shadow Pokemon encounters <laughs> continued? Nope, they all, literally all of them killed themselves by going into hyper mode <laughs> and, and just, just hurting themselves, and I couldn't catch them. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Um, which was so here's my issue with 
these freaking shadow Pokemon. They go into hyper mode, right? And then they just hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to pick a, anything to take over any region, this would probably be the worst typing to use. Because they just end up hurting themselves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, like, for a balance, <clears throat> balance reasons, it it's nice because they have no weaknesses and they're super effective against everything. So to give the players a little bit, it's not even an an advantage, but like a a boost since Mm -hmm. you're for a lot, a lot of uh, the battles in the second half here in the dojo, um, particularly the final battle in the dojo, the shadow Pokemon out. I mean, they're like, super powerful a lot of times they would outspeed my team and they would one shot one shot my team so i wouldn't even be able to get any attacks off uh so i understand uh what you're saying like in a logical sense but right um i mean they were effective they were effective (laughs) yeah but um and it kind of like kind of makes sense like if they're so carnal and savage like they would probably go into like berserk mode which they probably wouldn't think much of their own safety as as they're going into these battles and they're they're not really thinking logically anyway so they're just attacking yeah Yeah. um so before i get to the dojo um i spent some uh, quite a bit of time in the basement um there was the whole purple rock disguise um, I don't know if you guys remember that. Um, yes. And I think it was the same clan member yes, that it did was. it to us it, before. It was. Um, and I and I was thinking to myself, <laughs> I was like, I got you again. <laughs> rock disguise. Like, I didn't really fall for anything. I knew it was something. Um, was there anything else I could have done? Like, to interact with it. I think I had to just press A. Like, yeah, you just had to press A. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't slash it with my katana, which would have ended it really fast. Um, <laughs> I mean, the dialogue <laughs> that I put was, come up on a boulder. We, I know that it's not a boulder. <laughs> try to murder it. <laughs> and uh, Kui Kenshin, when, uh, when I tried to cut it, popped out <laughs> and said that I fell for that <laughs> Like no, no, I you didn't. <laughs> I literally tried to murder you. Like if I, I can go, no go ahead and cut you down. I'm gonna cut you down so I I can skip this battle. <laughs> right. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, like I said before, like the Sakui clan, not very bright, not very bright no, at all. Not at all. Um, so I fought this member again. Um, I had to heal after this because they did step up their game a little bit. Um, this time around, um, mm-hmm. I only had Carol left and I had an unhatched egg. So I I decided to walk around with an egg to see what. Did it hatch? It did. What was it? Well, and I, I did spend some time just like walking back and forth a bunch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's island. the best way to hatch um, eggs for sure. And then the, the dialogue for it when you go into the summary is like, you can hear noises inside. It's about to hatch soon. And then it doesn't. And then you're like, what do I have to do to make this freaking egg hatch? Um, mm-hmm. 
it hatches a little bit later on. Um, so I caught a a shadow sand slash. Nice. Wait, what did your egg hatch into? Right. <laughs> uh, hold on, I gotta find it. Yeah, he's, oh, he's saying it happens right. later right. on. So it happens he's later. He's got to rustle through his notes. I, yeah, right, we'll, so we'll, let's, we'll, let's, we'll get let's to it. Build up the to that suspense. part. <laughs> it it's not that. It's not that suspenseful. Um, <laughs> but I realized, like it's just a mew. It looks so dumb. I don't even understand. <laughs> I, I realized what um, that I had got an egg, so I, I know what it hatched into. Uh, shout out to them for actually putting that in the game. Oh, okay, okay. Now I'm excited to hear it. <laughs> um, and then I caught a shadow simasage. Okay. Uh, just to say, I caught a freaking. Once I figured out figured out how to do it, I did it again. You have um, to do it. I mean, it's just like those Pokemon could be so good. Um, I haven't tested and, my perfect IV theory yet. I need to purify some of these. See if it actually is true. I I did uh, purify those ones. Ones okay. that I caught, I purified them. Nice. Um, I had a couple items that the light flutes. Yes. Yep. I used those. Um, I snuck up on the dude that the one house you go into. They're facing you, and they they tell you you won't just sneak up on me. I'm no. I'm always watching or whatever. And then you're like sneak up behind them and fight them. Um, took them out. Got the last key and got up to the dojo. Um, nice. but we couldn't continue, like we couldn't go up into the dojo. We had to go down to the basement of the dojo. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I saw the pokes locked up in cages, um, I'm like, this kind of goes against their whole thing of like letting them roam free. <laughs> and, um, Oh yeah, it's true. I didn't even think of that. Like, yeah, what are you guys doing? Like, they're just... Well, you got to remember, it was Kuro who wanted to allow them to roam free and terrorize everything. The rest of the clan, they didn't care. They just wanted to steal Pokemon and turn them into Shadow Pokemon. Yeah, every other member... the ultimate plan was. And I wonder if if putting them in the cells was a way to, like, transform them into Shadow Pokemon. I mean, I know some of them were using their katanas and stuff, but maybe if you're not a cool admin that has a shadow katana. You have to like manually torture these Pokemon to turn them into shadow Pokemon. Well, I, I, since all of those Pokemon were the Pokemon that were stolen at the tower, oh, I I'm pretty sure that, that they were just held hostage just to be in the cages. Like they had nothing to do with it. Mm, I didn't even put that together that those were the ones that were stolen, but you're right because a cane's, Pokemon was down there too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So anyways, to set the scene. We go down into the basement, and as soon as you walk in, you know, through the staircase, uh, there's just prison cells, and they're full of shadow Pokemon. Um, and as you explore this floor, uh, your father Ryu is Rio Ryu. I'm just calling Ryu. Um, yeah. He's down there, locked away too, with these shadow Pokemon. Um, I'm not gonna lie. At first, I was tempted to start freeing the shadow Pokemon before I talked to my dad, but I was like, okay, I see him down there. And then I start walking in and then you get sucked into the, the auto dialogue. Um, But yeah, uh, like you said, the flames are blocking the path upstairs. Um, 
And we find out once we're down there and we talk to our dad, or if you try to open a cage before you talk to your dad, uh, that the cage, the, the cells require a special key to unlock. Yeah. Um, and to do that, we have to go into the basement's the basement. lower, lower, the lower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basement, basement. Yeah, so we have like basement going on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the prison basement has the key to these cells. So um, first off, uh, Kumino, what was your reaction to the jailed Pokemon, and were you expecting to see your pops down there too? Well, yeah, I was expecting to see my pops down there. Um, I didn't think that he was actually going to be on that floor. I, I thought it was going to go down at least two, three floors, and then we'll find him on the very last one and have to fight uh, Kuro again because, like, we knew Kuro escaped. Uh, Marshiro got locked up because that's what uh, the leader of the Komori clan had said that being taken to the Shogun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I just knew Kuro was going to pop out somewhere, so... That's what I was expecting, but no, he was right there, and uh, it was cool. It, it was cool that he actually gave gave a damn about what we was doing. He was mm-hmm. he felt sorry and remorseful, uh, not only lacking in his duties as the royal samurai, but as a father as well, and that he had to put this burden on his child. Man. So I, I I can appreciate that they added that bit of effort, but in terms of the Pokemon being locked up. Of course, anybody who cares about Pokemon, they they don't like seeing that. So, like <laughs> you, I was like, "Yo, I I, I got to free the Pokemon." So I thought when a Kane was gonna be like, "Well, I'm gonna go look for a uh, Darmanitan," I was like, yeah. "All right, well, I'm gonna free everything else." And <laughs> I thought at the very least I'd be able to catch them. <laughs> right. But right. actually, I did catch these. Well, okay. I caught three of them. No, four of them. Four of them because the other one you catch. After you go, um, after your dad do the stuff and and everything to your your uh, sword, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we head down to the basement's basement and uh, more battles. Shocking, uh, but as soon as we get down there, we kind of get like triple teamed and they steal our katana. Those jerks. Um, so we got to work our th- way through the basement maze and find the actual grunt that isn't a clone a shadow clone that has the katana we find him beat him get our katana back break the boulder and get to the second akui grunt who is holding the key um yeah two shadow pokemon because there's two battles here corvanite i caught it bisharp i caught which bisharp is such a cool pokemon and that line has like a sick shiny I want a shiny so bad. Um, anyways, uh, we get the key, head back up, and uh, free our dad. And, you know, like Kumino alluded to, he teaches us the technique for our katana to be able to extinguish these shadow flames that are all over Yami Island, which is pretty cool. And once you're able to do that, um, shadow you can purge. Get- Yes, Shadow Purge. Uh, once you're able to Shadow Purge, you can get into the final uh, Pokemon cell that contains a Master Ball. Yay! Um, 
so as far as the Pokemon that were locked up here in the basement, you had an Impidimp, a Jangmo, a Gibble, which is the one that had the Master Ball in it, Pancham, and a Tyrogue. I caught all of them except for the Impidimp. I accidentally KO'd it. Uh, <laughs> you, you guys catch them, catch them all or most of them, or did you not bother? Yeah, uh, the ones that I murdered was the Impidimp and the Jangmo. <laughs> <laughs> murdered <laughs> well the thing is they were what level 20 and our yeah. teams at this point were high 60s Ooh. maybe 70s <laughs> yeah. low 70s they didn't stand a chance uh, right. so i One tried like yeah i tried for some dumb reason against the impidimp i attacked it with a dark move was my corviknight i was like i mean i know you're like 50 levels lower than me but Maybe right. you'll survive with one HP. No, I just obliterated it. Um, yeah, see, I was trying I... to use pause at that point, and because pause still has quick attack, and so I was like, Oh, simple quick attack shouldn't KO it. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> so what, I, um... I had luck, uh, eating the quick balls exactly. That's what I did. I just started chucking balls, uh, quick balls. If it didn't work, then I moved on to ultra balls. That didn't work. Then I used timer balls, and that's how I caught the uh, remaining five. Uh, Jeff, you were shaking your head though. Um, well, I was just wondering because I've seen some people, like on YouTube with battles and stuff, they put them to sleep. Like they do a move that puts them to sleep, and then you can catch them. Status effects very helpful when catching. So sleep or paralysis, you don't typically want to try you know with a poison or a burn because that'll chip away at the health and eventually yeah. knock it out uh you can also freeze them which is nice with an ice type okay but yeah those those will help with your catch chances um so no i didn't catch anything Ap after this part like after we open the cells um get our dad <clears throat> and the um Darmanitan, is that his name? Mm -hmm. um, we go back to the beach, right? Yep. Um, where everyone's everyone's there. Um, it's actually really funny. Sekiro insults Ryo, whatever, being rescued by children and an old man. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Some royal samurai you are, you know, just a jab. yeah. He just straight up shames him. It's amazing. It's hilarious. Right? He's like, I could have sworn I taught you better than this. He's like, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, master. And yeah, now we are tasked with um, yeah, one more favor. You know, yeah, we got to head back to the dojo and take care of the Akui. Uh, by ourselves. Leadership. Yeah. Yeah, by ourselves. Uh, but one thing I did before going into the dojo, I wonder if you guys did this. Um, since we have the shadow purge technique, I was like, I gotta, I gotta clear all these flames because that's just how my mm -hmm. brain works. I gotta do it. So I did it. And then upon clearing all the flames on the island, a maple leaf pops up in the center of the island. And yep. I went, picked it up, and it's like, oh, a special leaf. Collect, you know, there's one for each region. Collect for secrets. And I was like, oh, ooh, nice. Uh, did you yeah. guys do the same thing? 
Yeah, yep. you, come on, man. You know we did because like, <laughs> oh, you mean to tell me we can do this? I was thinking that like it was gonna be items underneath them or something of that nature. That's what I thought too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Clear or maybe out like all those maybe there. like a shadow Pokemon you got to battle. You know, I wasn't yeah. expecting anything at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's awesome that we all ended up doing that and finding that maple leaf. So um, yeah, once once I did that, I went into the dojo, started heading up, uh, ascending the tower there. Um, and we have three battles here, and it is a battle with each Akui clan admin that we faced earlier in the game in different chapters. So uh, our first battle was with Mashiro, who was the first admin that we fought in Suchi Village. Um, the second battle was with Hitoki, who was uh, from Hanatsu Village. And the third battle was with Kuro from Azumi Village. Last episode. Sorry, I'm getting the hiccups random- randomly. I don't know where these came from, but uh, they're here. Um, but yeah, these battles were not as hard as they were the first time. Um, but they were still pretty fun. Um, how did Dude. you guys do? Well, you just blew them away. I mean, yeah, I took these battles more serious because I figured that they was going to step their games up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I didn't make the same mistake that I did in the other battles by just <laughs> using big news for everything. Um, and, and yeah, I, I just destroyed everybody because uh, I was like, let's see, with Marshall, Roy, I was like, she used the Kamori clan techniques during the battle. Then she threw a fit because she lost. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, okay, I was like, uh, he's still a coward. Uh, Kuro, I was like, after realizing that he can't beat me, he finally decides to leave me alone and stop being a creepy purr. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I, I just, I, I especially. Kuro, I, I especially destroyed him. Like, mm-hmm. it, like that was my personal mission to flatten him. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Dad? All right. So, um, the first battle. My okay. So at this point, my my thing was to just burn everything with Sekiro, um, <laughs> and it worked sometimes. But not every time. Um, Mashira was pretty easy. Um, wiped it, wiped them out with mostly Sekiro. Um, a little bit of Al, and then Hataki. Mm-hmm. I was I was so mad. I was so freaking mad because I got through his whole team. And he wiped out everybody but Scardy B. Um, and I had I went up against Galissapod. Yeah, I was so close. I was so freaking close. Like this much health left, and he he killed me. Mm. Um, and then second attempt, Sekiro just lit everyone on fire. <laughs> Great. Um, so like, I don't know who this last poke was glissapod okay um i i got him hurt pretty bad with sekiro but then between the sandstorm and hyper mode doing damage it fainted so like Mm. didn't really have to do anything at the end of that and then my favorite quote of the game one of them 
is when they lose and they say, go away, leave me alone. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm battling. Yeah. He was like a, a nine year old throwing a fit. Um, Kuro, dude, I feel like he threw every freaking like pre battle thing he could throw in. He did. Like, dude, every, God, every, it was crazy. Everything. I'm, dude, I'm paralyzed. Well, like, I'm sleeping. I'm burning. Yeah. That first, <laughs> the first, that the, the lead <coughs> techniques he uses, he uses three in a row. He's like, uh, yeah. I'm going to put you, or he's like, I'm going to paralyze you. No, I think I'm going to burn you. And then he's like, no, we're just gonna go with the tranquilizer, put you to sleep. I was like, dang, bro. Must be nice. Right, um, well, luckily, <laughs> we had well, I had loads of lumberries, so oh, I had yeah, no problem yeah. with that. I just yes, the status those were great because those cure any status, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were perfect for this game. Um, so I when I fought Kiro. He put Pangoro out first and he mm. just destroyed everybody. Everybody <laughs> one shotted my whole freaking team. Oh, wow. um, oh that's not good. No, it was not good. So I went back and I think this is when I um kind of just did some random stuff, walked around a bit, and this is when my egg hatched. And it was a manaphy. <gasps> a mythical Pokemon. Oh, that's awesome. But I didn't do anything with it because I didn't know I didn't know anything about it. I mean it was a little So my joke of it being a Mew <laughs> wasn't very far off. No. And Jeff not having any idea about. Yeah. Right. But I mean, in in all honesty, like Manaphy is a mythical Pokemon, but Man, it's it not very cool. good. Yeah, it looks cool, <laughs> but it's not very good like that. Like I don't know, maybe maybe it actually might work well for this game being in a support role. Because yeah. it, it does awesome with support moves and things of that nature. But like in terms of attacking, not really that good. Yeah, I, I mean have like I, a like a Vietnam uh memory, recent memory of Manaphy. And that has to do with play along podcast current uh Nuzlocke they have going in <laughs> Omega Ruby. Um, it they randomize the ROM so the trainer battles are insane. I get to Duford Town, and uh, I just have my little Pikachu named Jokachu. It's level seventeen. <laughs> Run into this trainer outside of Granite Cave, and they have a freaking Manaphy. And I'm like, okay, uh, I'm four levels higher than you. I'll just you know bolt tackle. Or volt electro ball something I don't know. Um, get it, hit it once, get it down to like two thirds health remaining. It uses tail glow, which boosts its like special or its attack, something like that. And I'm like, okay, hit it with another uh, electro ball, get it down into the red, like ten percent health left, and then it one shots me with a bubble. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, critical tail- hit bubble. And it obliterates Jokachu. Yeah, t- Tail like, Glow <laughs> is a beast of a move. But typically, anytime I see somebody use a Manaphy, they use Tail Glow, sit up, baton pass, and pass those stat boosts onto another Pokemon. Mm. Wow. That's cheating. So I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think what I'll do now, because um, there's some post-gameplay, 
Mm-hmm. I'll probably put it in my party and just see um, what it can do. Just because it's, nice. I mean, my goal was to hatch the egg before I beat the game, and it happened. So, but nice. I didn't get to use him. So I probably will now and just kind of see what it's, you know. What's That's pretty about. cool because a lot of times, a lot of the, uh, like egg Pokemon that NPCs give you are just like honestly just garbage like common Pokemon. Yeah. But the fact that there's like, yeah, here's just let's give you this egg, a little mythical poke for you. Uh, enjoy that. That's pretty cool. Um I mean I wish all of them would have did that because let's see. Okay, well you can't get Celebi because Celebi is it belongs to your dad already. Yeah. So I don't know what you would have got from the Komori clan, but with uh the ninja clan we could have got victini that's true so i would have appreciated that yeah come on what are you guys doing bushido devs (laughs) (laughs) hey maybe there could be a bushido too maybe maybe that'd be cool um so yeah mashiro uh she right she yes had uh (laughs) serena Lipard, Gardevoir, Malamar, Espeon, and Ninetales. Guess what? This time, guys, you can catch their shadow Pokemon, and I caught her Ninetales. <gasps> no way. So I was like, yeah, I was like, suck it, Mishiro. Uh, That's pretty sick. So I didn't even fight, think about I didn't even think about it, honestly. At this point. Yeah, I, I was just trying to get through the battles. I just randomly was like i wonder if i can catch this now and then it worked i was like oh yes <laughs> i will liberate you shadow pokemon um and you will be mine so, forever yeah and you'll just sit in in my talent flames belly forever so uh, which which <laughs> life was better really probably just being the shadow pokemon honestly for being real <laughs> um yeah for all of these battles so far my uh corviknight jinroku kind of came up out of the the shadows of my team and became a big player in my battles uh you know having flying type uh very good against fighting type of course and mashiro here had uh serena which is grass type so corvinite was able to knock that out um and uh hitoki i only wrote down five pokemon did he only have five or did i miss who was it that was, was the it? second the second battle. So he had Conkledur. Yeah, Steelix, Crabomitable. Uh, Crabomitable, Steelix, Crustle, Slowking, and Galissapod. Crustle is the one I didn't write down. Okay. Um, yeah, so this one, again, you know, Corviknight was nice. Um, Nala took out the Steelix and the Crabomitable. Um, the Galarian Slowking, I forget who took that one out. Um Crustle was taken out by Samurott, and then Galissapod was his shadow Pokemon. And guess what? I caught it. You better believe I caught that. Nice. Uh, and then final Kuro, his team was uh, you know pretty sweet. Pangoro, Salamence, Obstagoon, Incineroar, Gallade, and Hydreigon, which yeah. was his shadow Pokemon. <laughs> and you guessed it, I caught it. Nice. Um, did you catch any of the admins shadow Pokemon, Kumro? Not at all. Not at all. I look. Listen. Even if I wanted to make the attempt to catch anything, I wanted to destroy them. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was my mission. <laughs> I, I was like just trying to survive at this point. Like these battles were so freaking intense and like nail biters for me. Mm-hmm. Like, am I going to make it through these battles? Mm-hmm. Like, 
it was rough. I will say, since close. keeping my experience share on, I was finally like on par level wise with these. So they still were pretty challenging because of all the the Kenshi techniques that they were using and stuff. Um, but much easier than the last times when I was under leveled. Um, but once we beat Kuro, we uh, head to the final floor of the dojo, which has the leader of the Akui clan. And we find out. Oh, uh, no. What? I just did something dumb. Mm. I was going through the my Talon Flames belly of Pokemon. <laughs> and I was holding Larry. And like going through like summaries and stuff to find out who was on my team earlier. Mm-hmm. And you released it. Well, I couldn't just hit escape because I said I was holding. So I went through the menu and released it. Uh, what was Larry? Oh, wow. Uh, Larry. Oh, wait, 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 wait. A water type. Um, Lapras, just shut Lapras. the game up. Like, close the game. Yeah, yeah. Just, I, did. Just, I, did. Say, just, I did. Just shut the I game did. off, and you good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we find out who the Akui clan leader is, and that's Hattori. Have we been who is? to Hattori before in the game? Or is this yeah, the in reveal a, Yeah, in Hattori? the very beginning. Hattori came to the, the tower. That's right. She's the one that stole, or like, ambushed the Shogun. Oh, the that's ceremony. right. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, we do figure out something. Jeff, would you like to do us the honor and reveal who Hattori is? Well, it's not revealed like right away. There's a little bit of a uh, flashback. Do you want to go through the flashback? So <laughs> I wrote down <laughs> Hattori, woman, not a man. <laughs> thank nice. you thank you thanks for clearing that up for me thank you i need all the help i can get guys this it's very hard to tell the genders of these sprite i mean okay? it, it should be obvious with the long hair but still i mean it you know it i figured it out so this is where we figure out her backstory mm-hmm. um the true story of the katana um and her truth behind Masayoshi, yeah, um, yeah, which is our dad, Ryo. Um, so another family, there was another family that ruled over the Aisha region, the Nami family. Um, they were treated <laughs> well. No, at the time there was another family that ruled. Yeah, it was a Nami then there family. was it was a Nami family. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they were there was someone. Maybe it was her. You have to help me fill in these gaps. Yeah, it was. It was her. Yeah. Okay. Hattori so she was, was the servant. Of so the she Nami. was treated lesser because of having a shadow affinity. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryo meets her and gives her some bad news. Um, yeah, it they're turns performing out. illegal experiments on the mm-hmm. hearts of Pokemon back then. Yeah. Rude. Um, and their leaders are all thrown in jail. Mm-hmm. And Ryo is applauded as savior for saving all the, the Pokemon and fixing that situation. Um, mm-hmm. Ryo tells Hattori she can stay with him. And I'm like, hmm. Interesting. It's about to, it's about to get weird. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it does. 
<laughs> and uh they stay together for a while and then there's a a, a little kid <laughs> which God. is um Oh, sorry. Which is us. the dumbest joke right. ever. The current saviors of the region. It is us. Yes. And this is where we find out that Hattori is our mom. And you say she... Hattori's PC gained a plus one that evening. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And now she wants to be ruler of the kingdom. Yeah. Because shadow and light cannot coexist. So um, she kind of was a tad jelly of Rio, Rio, uh, being you know lauded the savior of Aoshi. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, our mom. We have a mom and a dad in this right. game. Yeah. And remember it back in chapter one when we we're like, "Do we have a mom?" Right. Yeah. I initially we, thought we did. I originally thought that aunt was our mom, but no, yeah, that was no, our right. Right. Auntie. Uh, well, we do have a mom. She the just happens thickens. to be the leader of the evil clan that's trying and, to take over the region. And super cray. Very right. Super cray. Super, because super cray. Here's the thing she's not messed up off like somebody doing something to her, you know, to make her this way. I mean, yeah, they did, but she just. Woke up one day and just decided, you know what? <laughs> Forget everybody. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to mess up the whole region. Yeah, yeah. Forget and, about and my then, husband, my kid. I'm gonna right. go do this. Right. And remember what she did to us at the Shogun Tower. Like she yeah. knocked us out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our own like, mother, and she knew your child. She knew we were her child. It's not like this was hidden from her. And she's like, oh my gosh, you're my child. Oh, well, I don't care. She's like, no, I know you're my kid. I'm going to knock you out and steal all these Pokemon. Yeah. Um, right, but, but the other problem is the Shogun <laughs> knew this and the Shogun didn't say anything. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and wait, wait, wait. Here's the other kicker. Apparently we knew it too. Because when they showed a sprite of us, they show us at an age old enough to remember what our mother looks like. Oh, yeah. Yep, in the flashback, because that's not like a baby. That's a, a kid. Like, and you're gonna remember your mom. Right, because we're mm, not too much true. older than from you know from that point. That's true. I never thought of that. Thanks for yeah. ruining the immersion, guys. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, I mean, I I don't know. I could see it happening where you know trauma kind of yeah. like just push it down. If you've yeah. watched Mr. Robot, you suppress, understand. Yeah, yeah, you suppress memories. Um, maybe we didn't. We remembered it, but we didn't want to remember it, so we suppressed it. Like it was kind of there, but it wasn't. You know, yeah. our minds are kind of tricky. You know what else is crazy about Hatori? She has a shadow Lugia. Yes. Like what? First off. The sprite for Shadow Lugia, sick. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Very good. I loved how like its little eyebrow things were like gray. <laughs> it's just like it. It just it was great. It's amazing. Uh, but she, you know, she's like, ah, you know what? I want the throne, and I want to rule the region. So I'm out of here. So she hops on Lugia's back and she flies out. So she does um, what she did to us when we were kids. She took off again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. yeah, she went to go get milk and cigarettes. 
<laughs> and the hearts of all the Pokemon. And then rule the world, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> classic. Classic. <laughs> classic um, and we're kind of like uh, teleported back to the beach again. And that's the end of chapter five. Well, a cane, Sekiro, and Ryo all show up. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. You can continue through it because I didn't write this stuff down. Um. So then, yeah, we and then that's when we. Well, and that's actually where the chapter six title card would have showed up. However, mm. it did not for me. Like, well, I'm guessing that's where it showed up. It um, shows up when we get back to the beach after mm. they all kind of like head back and Sakura's like, oh, just yeah, just fly back whenever you want. You know, no, no pressure. Just, you know. Your yeah, mom's about to destroy all the you know, region with her state of the world, yeah. you know. Right. About to and happen, actually, it did know. flash by like kind of pretty fast. So maybe it was a situation where you kind of like looked away and mm-hmm. it showed up. It's cause... definitely possible. I mean, I was pretty into the moment, <clears throat> but it just happened so seamlessly. Yeah, um, it really did. And then we end up going back to Hagane City. I mean, I did, mm-hmm. I didn't do any exploration at this point i'm like all right we need to go deal with my mom get this chicken check and save everything right yeah it was uh it was definitely uh (laughs) no time to do anything so like you flew right back we could have i mean (laughs) i don't think anything would have changed Kumano is probably like, I need a few more slowpoke tails first. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, actually, I'm I'm set when it comes to money. Um, because I lied. I thought it was just fifteen hundred dollars. It's fifteen thousand dollars that you get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty set on cash right now. <laughs> and I had uh I did have an amulet coin, and so that, from that from victories, I was getting like Twelve to fourteen thousand dollars a wow. win. So, yeah. uh, when I stocked up on healing items uh, for the last battle, um, I had like four hundred thousand dollars or something. So I just bought a crap load of stuff. Oh my um, gosh! But yeah, think... so go ahead. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say I don't even think I broke a hundred thousand. Oh wow! We, we, we sorry. We see. We didn't tell you. About that, <laughs> we, we should oh, yeah. well, you. But so I, the, I, I managed with what I had. I mean, I tried to play smart, um, mm. save up my money. Not as much as you guys, obviously, but <laughs> I tried, <laughs> tried to save up because I figured, you know, at this point, I mean, I probably had like twenty ultra jams and <laughs> ten revives. Nice, <laughs> just because I didn't know what to expect, and it was going to be wild from here on yeah and it was it was uh, so for future reference if you find an amulet coin in a game you can make one of your pokemon hold it if that pokemon enters the battle at any point your winnings i don't know if they double or they just increase but you yeah, get more it, money it, every it time doubles. you win it doubles. Yeah, that's pretty sweet yeah yeah so that's that's always good to know thing. now yeah, if, if you could yeah, slap yeah, again, that on again, sorry. No, sorry, that's okay. <laughs> bad it's job fine. out of us. Bad it's job fine. out of us. Um, but yeah, so we head back to Hagane City and we're making our way back to the Shogun Tower for the final showdown against Satori and finally put a stop to her shenanigans. Um, 
So there were, unlike Yami Island, there were only three battles leading up to Hitoki, or Hitoki, Hattori. Um, nothing too crazy to note. Uh, there was a Shadow Togekiss that I caught, a Shadow Oranguru that I caught, and then um, the final battle before Hitori was a double battle with yeah. Suku, mm. which... Um, uh, how can I say this nicely? As a woman, <laughs> she was useless, like Man. worse than useless. Like did absolutely nothing but get completely obliterated. Actually, she didn't get obliterated. For me, she attacked them, <laughs> but her attacks did nothing, and they just kept jumping me. <laughs> yes. Oh no! They yes. just one shot every one of her Pokemon. Like I, the only thing, like she only lost one Pokemon because her uh, Frost Moth came in second, and by the time the battle ended, it was it was still there, and it had took like maybe like two hits. It was still in the green. <laughs> like I had like three of my Pokemon had literally fainted because I kept getting jumped on by them. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, it was the opposite for me. My Corviknight kind of went to town. Um, <laughs> Corbinite and uh, Samurott uh, did all the work there. But yeah, they just focused on Suku's team and she got one shot. Every single one of her Pokemon was one shot. <laughs> See, Mike got the lucky RNG guys yeah. on the side. <laughs> I, yeah. So I, the first battle, like, not even in the uh the tower when you like where the hot springs are and then there's the 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 Raymond noodle shop right next to it mm -hmm. um the dude's sitting right there and he he comes at you um he wiped me out two times completely um mm -hmm. and then I got pissed and then lit everyone on fire with Sekiro <laughs> Um, well, at least Big Al got to take a break this time. <laughs> he he yeah. did. <clears throat> he so Sekiro burned everyone <laughs> the third time around, and then the next battle after the bridge, I lit everyone on fire again. Um, uh, and I don't remember the double team, I just wrote down who were like that, who the enemies threw out. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm pretty sure sure Sakura did some damage there too. Uh, and then there was like fighting everywhere. Like there were other battles going on, like inside, yeah. outside the dojo. Very cool. <laughs> um, and then we we meet with our mom. Yeah. So uh, when we get to the tower, Suku is somehow even you know after being completely useless in my double battle. She's like handling the grunts on the first floor. Yeah. I don't know. Just right, maybe. Yeah, it's, just... it's Suku, Akane, and Kayoko are holding yeah. off the, the Akui Kenshi on the first floor, which yeah. was nice. Then we get up to the second floor, and it's the clan leaders taking on the Akui admin, which I thought was pretty cool. That was cool. Uh, they're all just kind of lined up with their aces out. Uh, really cool. Um, <clears throat> and then we get up to the third floor where Hattori is, you know, in, I, I guess not in battle anymore, but just got done whooping our father's butt in battle. 
Yes. He, we get up there and he's like, oh, you came just in the nick of time to save us all because apparently as the royal samurai, I've lost my touch from being locked up. <laughs> right. That's what he like, kept blaming it on, being locked yeah, up. Yeah, being locked up. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm just a little rusty, you know, I've been in prison. Right. But here's the thing. Like, she says that, like, she loves him and she loves us. So I'm pretty sure she didn't let him starve. But then again, I mean, she did you know knock us out so ain't no telling <laughs> yeah but she has a weird form of showing love uh, <clears throat> that so. she does yes uh this battle the final battle here of chapter six and the, the narrative of um bushido so this battle was very hard for me i don't know about you guys very hard for me um she okay uh i start the battle Shadow Lugia is out first. And I was like, yes, oh, crap. <clears throat> um, she has a full team of six and she's already starting with Shadow Lugia. What is going on here? Um, and it, my first attempt, literally one shots my entire team before I can do anything. And I die right there. And I was like, okay, well, it's going to be one of those, one of those battles. Huh? Uh, for some reason, I didn't do any grinding, any training, or whatever. I just like reorganized my team and went right back at it. Except this time, I loaded up everyone on my team with lumberries to hold. Uh, Smart. Or did I? I think I only put a lumberry on my my lead Pokemon, and then every other Pokemon I put a citrus berry on when it switches in because of the spikes. Because uh, those spikes were doing a ridiculous amount of damage. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so what I did was I was like, okay, this is going to be tough, but we're going to do it. Corviknight was my lead Pokemon. It had been my lead throughout this these entire two chapters because Corviknight was just doing really well against all their team compositions. So I threw Corviknight out there um, and hit it, hit Shadow Lugia with like a drill peck or something. And wouldn't you know, it's not actually Shadow Lugia. It's a Zorark in disguise. And I was like, oh, you sneaky little son of a gun. <laughs> um, so I somehow, I, I kill Zorark. Lycanroc is her next Pokemon midnight form. Edgelord Lycanroc, my favorite. Um, quick work with, uh, at this point, I don't even know if Corviknight was still out. If it was, Steelwing. Super effective. If not, I, I, there were many attempts. So th these were all the different things I did. <laughs> Samurott uh, was obviously very effective against Lycanroc. Mimikyu uh, was next. And Corviknight, super effective. Steelwing uh, took this out in, I think, two or three hits because you have to break the disguise first. Uh, Lapras. Lapras. Uh, Lapras destroyed my entire team because Lapras is a tanky boy. And um, at this point in my second attempt, I was down to only Toxtricity remaining and was not able to kill the Lapras. So I was like, all right, we went back and did this three, four, five times. If I didn't get a good start to the battle, I would just reset. because so I'm like, I'm not even going to waste the items, the time. I know I'm not going to win. If you listen to season two our type draft through Pokemon Row. You'll understand I have developed a patience to grinding out impossible battles because the end of that game, Row, the difficulty spike 
from all eight gyms and everything leading up to the Elite Four, and then fighting Wally, and then the Elite Four and Victory Road and the Champion was like, dude, it was like two hundred percent more difficult. It was crazy out of nowhere, like no explanation. So frustrating, and took me an entire plane ride from Fort Myers. <laughs> Florida to Canton, Ohio, or Cleveland, Ohio, to beat the Elite Four. Like two wow. and a half hours of me grinding on a plane. Um, so wow. I've developed a patience for this. Uh, I figured out that leading with to- Toxtricity would probably be my best bet because um, it has drain punch. So I, I would be able to steal back some life from the Zorark. And then, of course, he has Toxic, which is great for cheesing and, you know, throwing toxic on something and then basically stalling the battle by healing and reviving and stuff like that. So what ended up happening on the, the attempt that I beat this, um, by, I think maybe Zorark or Lycanroc or whatever the second one she threw out ended up wiping like half my team. But once I got past the second Pokemon, she threw out the Lorantis for some reason, and I was able to throw Corviknight out there and revive my whole team and heal fully heal my whole team because Corviknight was taking no damage. And then when I got everyone healed up and revived, I was able to like one shot it because of the flying moves that it knew. And then when mm. Mimic You came out, which was her fourth or fifth Pokemon, this attempt. I was able to do the same thing, fully revive my team, fully heal my team with Corviknight out there because he was Corviknight's really tanky and I was able to basically just soak a little bit of damage with Corviknight, fully heal my team, then knock out the Mimikyu pretty easily. And then came Shadow Lugia, which let me tell you, holy crap. Um, I was not able to hit it at all. Until I somehow it did one one move that like one of the moves that didn't one hit me. I forget exactly the move set. I think I was able to get a toxic off with toxicity. And then it entered hyper mode. So between hyper mode and toxic, chipping slowly chipping away at this Lugia. I I literally cheesed this battle by stalling and using a million revives and ultra jams. <laughs> And I would send one Pokemon out, revive, and then basically use it as fodder while I revived other Pokemon. Then I would send another Pokemon out, then I would start fully healing Pokemon. And then I would send another Pokemon out, start reviving all the Pokemon. And I essentially did this until I had maybe like 40-50% health left on Lugia and I send out Samurott and I was like oh Samurott knows Aqua Jet I'll see if you know it's like quick attack but water type so I'll I'll throw an Aqua Jet out and see how much damage it does and it did like a 10-15% chunk of the health I was like okay that's not terrible and then it got one shot I was like okay <laughs> I'm down to my last Pokemon now and I wasted oh revive God. chances by trying out Aqua Jet and at this point like hyper mode had worn off so i was just getting toxic damage and i was like oh gosh um i hope it enters hyper mode again 
pretty soon. <laughs> uh, so I kept reviving and eventually I entered hyper mode again, got it down to the red. And then I was like, all right, I'm done with this aqua jet beat it. And I was like, holy crap, that was incredibly long and frustrating. And I don't care that I cheesed it because it I, worked. I beat it. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> it's still strategy. Okay. It's still it strategy. Is. Yes, I, it is. It is definitely <laughs> strategy. You I still saved the region. So, <sighs> so good job on you. <laughs> yeah. Now, I just imagine how like annoyed she must have been. Like, really? This freaking kid revives do you have in that bag, dude? Right. Like, she, she was probably like, you know what? After this battle, I'm going to take my sash off and I'm going to give you a good whooping. Yeah, you're grounded. <laughs> uh, but yes, Kumano, tell me how you breezed through this battle. Um, it actually wasn't a breeze. Uh, it was actually a shot for shot and came down to a battle of, of one-on-one. Uh, I started with pause and I went for aura spear thinking, you know, pause really can't do much against a shadow Luya. But like you said, uh, it broke the disguise. It was a Zorark. Uh, also, I had lumberries on everybody, so it healed the the stuff that they get into. Um, and then when Lapras came in, uh, I used Pauls to hit it with a Thunder Punch and an Aura Spirit took it out. Uh, then Lycanroc came in. I brought Yokozuna in. Yokozuna, for some odd reason, missed two Water Shurikens. So Lycanroc took out Yokozuna, uh, mm-hmm. then proceeded to take out Zoro. I'm not sure how that happened. Because <laughs> I, 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 I Zoro the, uh, the, the, the septile. Yeah. It knew Fire Punch, though, right? Near oh, that's Lycanroc. what it was. Yeah. I, I, I guess so, because I hit Leaf Blade. My son came in, so I turned like this to look at him. And then by the time I looked back, it says... I need to replace my Pokemon. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because that was one of the... It wasn't Mimikyu that I stalled. So my two stalls were Lurantis and Lycanroc. I threw out Nala, uh, my Pyroar against Lycanroc, uh, because it knew Bulldoze. And so I was like, I'll hit it with a Bulldoze. But it, I was expecting to get one shot because, you know, Rock, I figured it would just use a Rock-type move and kill me. But it didn't. It used Fire Punch. And I was like that did literally no damage. Okay, I'm going to revive next time. This is just like a free turn for me. And then it just kept using Fire Punch. And I was like, thank you. I just fully healed my whole team. Thank you. <laughs> well, it must yeah, have, like The game must have started feeling bad for me because I was like, wow, this guy really sucks. Right. I, I told you <laughs> you had the RNG guys on your side. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so had to replace Zoro. And that's when I brought in Dragon, uh, Dragon Earthquake. Uh, Mimikyu came in. Um, that's when I swapped Raju in. Um, Raju bought the Mimikyu down to the red, like like just a pinch of health left. Uh, mm. But Mimikyu took out Raju. Uh, so I brought Big, in new, Big News in to take out uh, Mimikyu. Then Big News took out the Lorantis. And then Shadow Lugia proceeded to take out Dragon, Big News. And so it was just Paul's left. Calls with Thunder Punch and just I, I don't know what it was, but Paul's just decided to to live and I was able to get off one aura spear and, and took out a shadow Luke. Nice. Dad, how was your battle? Um 
Well, it's kind of crazy. Um, I was still going with the tactic of burning everything. <laughs> um, so the whole beginning with the Shadow Lugia and the disguise and all that, I don't remember that. Um, but I had Sekiro out, my Del Fox. Um, I took out whatever it was, um, the disguise. Um, and then the Lycan Rock was also Sekiro. And, but then at some point, because I'm looking at my team right now, and everyone has fainted except for Sekiro, who is at 53 health. Um, so for the Mimikyu, I had Sammy, which is... Um, the sim sage um it probably didn't last well actually no yeah it did take out the mimic you and then the lapras al good old al and then uh lorantis sekiro again and then lugia sekiro nice um, it was rough it was rough first first attempt or did you have to do multiple it was, it was my first Oh wow, nice. It was um, it was white knuckle the whole time. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah, very tough battle. And like she was using all these like uh room change moves, like terrain change, of course, like the crazy Kenshi techniques, and then she had spikes down, and the spikes were doing like 15-20% health when you switch out a new Pokemon. It's a very intense battle. Yeah, um, and for some odd reason, I'm not sure if it was her own techniques or like something on going on with the Zorark, but she used she she used the, the stuff to put us to sleep, um, like dark void, but it was as a technique. Yeah, and some kind of way of another, it was something else that she did. I guess was another technique that implemented Dark Rise Nightmare, and I yes. was like. Why am I? Why am I going through this? Yeah, it was it was wild. It was very intense. Um, very hard, very hard. Um, but after we beat her, she uh, goes. Hatori goes to cut us down with her freaking katana. Like, yeah, she's lost her mind. Mother of the Year award. I'm telling um, you. But as she goes to slice her own child in half with a katana of shadows, um. The three guardian Pokemon come and save us. So we have Verizian, Gobalion, and Terrakian. They come and they kind of get in the way. And then she dies, gets knocked out. The what, screen what goes happened? white and yeah. she meets her younger self who kind of yeah. talks her off this ledge. Yeah, she has a little inner monologue. I like to think this was like... Uh, the purification of Hattori, much like we purify the shadow Pokemon, you know, by uh, getting to its heart and affecting its heart. Maybe this was her purification of sorts, her inner monologue with herself. Um, but yeah, Kumino, do you uh, do you recall this this little cutscene here? And you want to walk us through it, maybe? Yeah. Um, so, like you said, uh, as soon as the battle ends. Um, we get the cutscene, well, not the cutscene, but we, we get her trying to take our lives. But you know, the swords are just to show up, 
And that's when she, you know, the inner monologue, um, they telling her, hey, despite all of the hardship that we've been through, all, all the hurt that we felt, we were still happy. Like the yeah. small child, her said, hey, they still took us in and, and fed us, you know, despite the fact that we was treating like a servant, you know, yeah. just showing like, hey, like there was some kind of light into it, because if, if they didn't do that, you wouldn't be alive right now to do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And you know, the older her showed up and was like, hey, I have a wonderful husband and a beautiful child. And the world has been so nice to me. I got to see the, the big blue sky. Mm-hmm. You know, and that finally opened her eyes a bit. And it like she said her head was hurting before the, the uh, little flash in a monologue stuff. So I'm assuming, like you said, it was the opening of her heart, but not through any means of us but a means through herself and just 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 trying to purify herself yeah 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 it's really good it was uh it's you know the the silver linings right you know find the the positives in your situation and uh, having an attitude of gratitude instead of you know the attitude of a victim or you know Uh, something like that where oh no life sucks but look at my situations um instead of flipping that and being like well yeah things were tough but you know this family did care for me and provide for me and uh you know give me an opportunity and yeah like ryu is you know maybe the royal samurai savior or whatever but he also took me in and we had a great relationship and he was a good dude and we had this amazing child uh, you know we wouldn't think we were amazing of course um so like why are you throwing that all away right your your life was actually pretty good um so it's a cool moment of like self-realization and what it comes down to she finds out uh in this conversation with herself that she had lost the essence of bushido and that pretty much turned her into a shadow human. Yes. Like what it boils down to is like the essence of Bushido is kind of like, I mean, the code of Bushido is is honor, but like the essence is like the relationships with the people and the Pokemon around you, which is pretty cool. Uh, She kind of like isolated herself in that. Um, Yeah. And then the credits rolled. That's right. They rolled. Bam. Uh, And we're done. Uh, very, very intense final two chapters there. Uh, I thought it was really cool how they wrapped up the story. Um, but we're not going to get into the review and like our thoughts and analysis of the game. We're going to save that for the finale next episode uh, in tandem with the final battle, which you guys will see next next episode. Um, but like Jeff said, there is a post game. There's chapter seven that's, I think, literally called post game. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Which, you know i might come back and revisit this you know someday chip away at it uh we have the five maple leaves to collect um we're told uh you know well first off i i after the game ended i did go and help a cane purify the darmanitan because you know i felt bad i gotta help her finish that out um <clears throat> she tells us uh, after we we help her with that we get the second maple leaf she tells us to go to the other shrines and maybe the guardians will bless us for saving the region and also to go talk to suku 
at her prayer spot to help us get stronger. So I don't know what mm. that entails, but uh, maybe we can catch the guardian Pokemon. I don't know. Uh, I'll cool. maybe chip away at this, um, but we can get into that next week. Uh, but as we end here, what was your final team guys? we got to know the final team uh, for me. It was my team didn't change at all. Essentially. <laughs> Gaiosin, my Toxtricity, level 72. Nala, my Pyroar, level 71. Akita, Grimmsnarl, level 77. Kenji, the Glade, level 67. Jinroku, the Corviknight, level 70. And Ghost Jin, the Samurott, level 75. Kumino, who did you end with? All right, well, like I said, my team didn't change um, either. So it was uh, Paul's Lucario at level 78. Uh, Zoro the Sceptile at level 78. Big news, the Toga Kiss at 81. Uh Yokozuna the Greninja at 77. 81. Uh, Damn. Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> like I said, look, listen, I have been using it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dragon the Guard Jump at 76. And Reju the Salazzo at 75. Nice, nice, Dad. All right. I had Sekiro, my Del Fox at 78. Carol, my Colossal, at 72. Al, Big Al, Fairligator, at 78. Um, B, my Gardevoir, at 62. Um, Sandy, my Sand Slash, at 66. Sammy, Simisage, at 65. Oh, you took one of those dumb elemental monkeys. Uh, well, <laughs> thank you, guys. <laughs> for hanging around and getting through this game with us. Make sure you tune in next week so you can get our review and, and thoughts on the game as a whole, as well as our final battle video. It's going to be epic uh, three-way battle, which is going to be gnarly. Uh, but in the meantime, make sure you go hang out with Kumino whenever you see him on Twitch and yeah. uh, follow him and on Twitter. That will be January 6th when I will be back to streaming. Nice. Awesome. Uh, his links to his Twitch channel and Twitter page are in the episode description. So go follow him, support him. He's an awesome, dude. Uh, of course, you know, if you're here watching on YouTube, subscribe to Showboys. If you're not already, go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Showboys Podcast, and join our Discord where we can talk about all these Pokeboys things and Showboys things and all that fun stuff. Um, see you next week. Or in um, next episode. Bye, guys.